Welcome to the Magic in Your Business podcast. I'm your host, Cassie Biltz, a speech-language pathologist who left my cozy nine-to-five to follow my passion as an entrepreneur, hypnotherapist, business and success coach, and work-at-home boy mom. I'm so excited to chat with you about all things mindset, spirituality, manifestation, energetics, power of the subconscious mind, and how to create magic in our lives and business. If you're ready to put the soul and joy back into your business and learn how to create your business from the inside out, this is the place for you. Welcome and let's do this thing. Hey, 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 welcome to the Magic in Your Business podcast. I am actually recording this episode while I'm outside on a walk. I have my baby strapped to my chest. I'm throwing the ball for the dogs, multitasking a lot right now. My baby is uh, my youngest son is six months old as of yesterday and he still doesn't nap pretty much at all unless he's breastfeeding. So I'm just kind of really good at doing a lot of stuff while he's, while I'm carrying him. So my podcasts are no longer recorded at my desk. I just walk and record. So if you hear dogs barking and babies cooing, that is why. But neither here nor there, let's dive into it. On today's episode, this is going to be kind of short and to the point as I like to keep them, but I wanted to come on and just talk about the magic that is available to you when you stop following all the rules, <laughs> I know I've shared on my different episodes and just in my content in general, how self-trust is one of the most valuable muscles you can exercise as an entrepreneur because it is the key. It's when you're really allowing your intuition to come through and trusting your highest self. There, there are my dogs. They're barking. They agree. <laughs> so... I also share this because it's also the thing that most of us struggle with the most when we first are starting our business. And when we first start a business, it is important to have somebody teaching you, you know, the basic business skills. Like you need somebody to teach you basic email marketing and marketing and how to create a, you know, a very, very simple opt-in and things like that. But what happens is, is at some point you have to transition to being in learning mode to being in CEO mode. Like, I know enough now and now it's time to really trust myself. So I'll give you a really good example. I, when I started this business, so my first business, which I still have in love is my health and fitness business. And when I, you know, started this second business, um, been a while now, I started this business almost a year ago and really, really went all in with it in January of this year of 2022. (laughs) is when I started taking on actual clients, but I conceived the idea a year ago. And when I conceived the idea and I decided to start the business and I started to take action, I did the really great thing of, of trusting myself mostly because I was really naive and I didn't know quote unquote any better. I didn't know what was considered right or what was considered wrong. I didn't know what the gurus taught or the marketing experts recommended. I didn't know anything. So uh, because I didn't know anything and I wasn't listening to anybody because I wasn't following a bunch of coaches and I still don't, I'm really, really, really careful about whose energy and information I absorb. Really careful, especially as my empathic skills grow. Uh, I absorb people's shit as I'm sure you do too. So I'm just extremely careful about what I let into my world via my Instagram and my Facebook Um, Hudson's giggling, so you can probably hear him, but I didn't have any of that. I wasn't following anybody. I didn't know what was going on. And because of that, I really just 100% had to trust myself and lean into my own intuition because 
I didn't know any better. I didn't see what anybody else was doing. So when I started this business, interestingly enough, I did what apparently (laughs) now I know is like the last thing you're quote unquote supposed to do. And I actually started this business with a single high ticket group coaching program. Now, if you don't know a lot about the coaching space, which I guess is technically what I am. I don't even like to like define what I am because I just, I I consider myself a business mystic and, you know, do business coaching, mindset coaching, all sorts of different things, depending on what I'm in the mood for. But essentially I help female entrepreneurs, right? I help other entrepreneurs scale their business, grow their business through mystic work through spirituality, mindset, subconscious reprogramming, all those things. So apparently, you know, I didn't know what was good, what was bad, how to start. And what apparently is recommended is when you start a business like this is to really start with, you know, some free offers, start with free coaching or really one-off sessions that are really inexpensive. Um, A lot of people recommend doing you know, not doing a group coaching program until you've done a, you know, individual sessions and your private coaching is fully booked out. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, they offer, they recommend offering consultation calls or free calls, basically. Um, what are they called? I can't think of them because, <coughs> excuse me, what something in my throat. I apologize. Um, they recommend offering, uh, I cannot remember the word, but you know what I mean? Like calls where you're essentially basically getting on and and doing free coaching and hoping to sell people. I did do market research calls because the business coach I ended up hiring recommended them. I don't recommend them to clients. I don't, I didn't find them to be very helpful. And I don't think a lot of people do, but if you do, that's great. Like there are no rules. And that's the whole point of this episode. There are no rules. There is no right. There is no wrong. And everything is just up to what feels really good to you and in your body and in your intuition. And can you trust yourself to follow that? So I didn't know these, <laughs> these recommended steps. So I went all in with what is supposedly, quote unquote, the hardest thing, which is a group, not just a regular coaching program, a group coaching program that was high ticket. So my first program, which I've since upgraded and it's, it's a different program now. So it doesn't exist in the way that it used to. But my first program I made was a group coaching program. I take it. It was about $5,000 for four months in this group program. So that was like, (laughs) you know, it's kind of like when I look back, I'm like, holy shit, that took some balls because I didn't have any clients yet. I didn't have like, it's not like my one-on-one was booked out. I didn't have any of that. I was brand new. And I was like, this is what I'm going to do purely based purely based on intuition and self-trust, purely based on what feels really good to me. That was the only question I asked myself. What feels good to me? What feels good in my body? What feels exciting? What feels fun? And that felt exciting, good, and fun. So I trusted it and it worked. It worked great. Now, don't get me wrong. It had some challenges, um, but I sold... I, you know, I, I brought people into the program. I ran a beautiful, beautiful first rendition of the program. Um, I made my first, you know, money off the program, (laughs) my first money. Um, I don't remember how much I initially brought in with that program, but you know, I had people in there. I made money. I made sales. I helped people right away. I really launched my business. I started helping people. Now it did come with some really interesting challenges because I didn't have any other offers. So I didn't build out a program suite like is often recommended. Um, and I do recommend a program suite. 
based on, again, what feels best to you. You're the expert. You're the expert in your business. You're going to know best and you have to be willing to trust yourself. So one of the things that I realized as I was growing that program and I had people in it was I really do want to have other offers at different price points because not everybody wants to be in a group coaching program at $5,000 for four months. And I thought that that was it, right? We're, we're taught, at least I was taught and there's nothing wrong with it. Right. But I was taught just do one high ticket group coaching offer, scale that when you scale that and you get really good at getting people in that consistently every single month, then you can pivot then you can create another offer. And I, I went with that for a couple months and I actually went about two months in my business without a single sale because I just followed that advice against my own intuition and my own knowing. I was like, oh, well, this is what I'm supposed to do. And I started to fall into that trap where it was like, I no longer asked myself, what do I want? What feels good to me? What feels fun and exciting? I just started to fall into that. Well, but this is what the experts say. This is what I'm, I was told to do. This is what everybody else does. This is what works. I just, I have to make this work. I was like beating a dead horse. Like this will work. And after two months of zero sales and me feeling so bored, like I didn't even want to freaking go online and talk about it. I didn't even want to sell it. Listen, if you aren't energetically behind what you're selling and you don't even want to talk about it, probably going to have to switch it up. Like something's got to change. And so what I ended up doing was creating a totally new offer out of the blue it just kind of came as a download and, and that offer was actually one of my most popular and his sold and, and helped so many people. And it's done fabulously well. Thank God for me trusting myself. And the whole point of this is the whole point of this episode is to say, after I created that group program, I worked with other coaches, both in like group settings, one-on-one. I, I work with a lot of coaches. I absolutely love to invest in myself. It's my favorite thing to do. And so I've had a couple different coaches since then tell me, Oh my God, why did you do that? That's a terrible idea. That's not how it should be done. Nobody should have ever let you do that. And I was like, thank God, the first business coach I hired, who was an amazing coach. Thank goodness. She brought me into her program and taught me how to start and scale this group coaching program. That was, you know, quote unquote, higher ticket and didn't tell me, Oh wait, you're too new. You're, you, you can't do this. You're not qualified. You don't have enough people yet. She didn't tell me any of that. She was like, yes, you can do this. I trusted myself to make moves. She trusted me to make moves. The whole moral of the story is you have to trust yourself and your own intuition and not give other people authority over your decisions. And it's like a muscle. The more you practice this self-trust, the stronger it gets. But where I want you to look at your business, look at your offers, look at your life in general, but definitely your business and just look at where am I not trusting myself to do what I really want to do? Maybe because I've bought into some other belief another coach taught me. They all mean well, right? I'm sure I've taught people things where it went against their higher judgment. And so when I'm working with clients, I'm always telling them, listen, take what I say always go with what feels best to you because you have to be the authority. You have to take back authority over your own life, your decisions and trust yourself. So where in your business are you needing to lean into that self-trust? What feels really good in your body, in your gut, in your soul, in your heart that you want to do, but you're maybe afraid to do or it's not what you've seen other people do. Or maybe, like I said, a couple of coaches told you it was a really bad idea, <laughs> you know? 
because I'm sure a lot of people would have said, whoa, for a brand new business, that is a bad idea. And I'm like, you know what? I, I mean, I even started a brand new Instagram, so I didn't have like a huge, uh, huge following when I did this either, because I had to start a whole new account because that's what I felt called to do. So I didn't have like a huge audience built up or any of that. And I still don't. And so, you know, a lot of people have told me since then, you know, like, what were you thinking? And it's like, it worked out great. It was wonderful. Was it hard at times? Yes. Did I learn some serious lessons? Yes. But would I take it back? No. So trust yourself because in that trust is your medicine. I'm going to say that again. In that trust and you doing what it is you need to do or what you want to do, what you desire to do, what feels really fun and good and lights you up is your medicine because it'll either work wonderfully and it'll sell like hotcakes or the, you know, whatever it is you're thinking of. It'll, it'll go wonderful. It'll be the thing. It'll be amazing. Or it will be a really beautiful lesson and gift, or it could be both wrapped in one. <laughs> Mine was definitely both wrapped in one. It was like so, 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 so good. Loved the women in there. An amazing first container and offer. And also like definitely came with some challenges and some medicine and things I needed to learn. And typically that's the case. I think everything comes with those lessons and things we need to learn. It's all about what we want to make it mean. So trust yourself because in that self-trust is your medicine. Okay. The other aspect to this is trust your audience. This is something I'm always working on as well. (laughs) Trusting my audience. And I don't mean like, I don't trust them to be honest. That's not what I mean. What I mean is trusting them to be grown ass women capable of making their own decisions. Right. I feel like I used to, I, it, it wasn't, it wasn't conscious. I wasn't doing this consciously, but it was almost like I didn't trust my audience to invest in themselves. Like I would almost feel bad when they paid me. I would feel bad when they invested in something that was higher ticket. I would feel like I have to give them all the answers. And it, in a sense, that's victimizing your audience because you're not trusting them to be the badass, self-led, incredibly empowered women they are. You're just victimizing them. You're seeing them as victimized. And however you see them is what you bring out in them. So if I don't trust them, if I don't if I don't believe that they can step into their empowered, capable, badass, who can afford whatever they want and, and deserve to pay that, then I am unconsciously victimizing them and that's how they show up for me. So self-trust actually goes both ways. It's not just within yourself. It's also, can you trust your audience? Can you trust your people to show up for themselves? Right? So that is everything I wanted to come on here and share because I'm really a big believer in creating your own pathway of breaking the rules of being a rebel, not for the sake of just be a rebel for the sake of being a rebel, but finding your own path. And that takes a level of self-trust and courage that a lot of people haven't yet cultivated. And when you cultivate that, anything becomes possible because you develop this sense of like, I have my own back no matter what, no matter what I sell, no matter what offer I have out, no matter how things are going, I have my own back. I fully back myself. I fully trust myself. I will not abandon myself. And when you get that level of personal power, business becomes significantly less dramatic. It just becomes less dramatic. So I'm going to wrap up (laughs) because I think my three-year-old is going to wake up soon and my dog is digging a hole in the yard and I need to go stop her from 
doing that. So I'm going to wrap up today's episode. If you enjoyed this, please share on your Instagram. Tag me. My Instagram handle is Cassie Biltz, B-I-L-T-Z. And if you are interested in working together at the time of this recording, I have a bunch of stuff open and going on. I have the red hot visibility workshop that's happening Thursday of this week. Um, so September 8th, I also have sacred magnetism starting soon, which is the magnetic alchemy for attracting your soulmate clients goes deep into some of this work. And I also have private coaching spots open and few other things out. So lots of ways to work together and would love to connect. So check the show notes for links, message me on Instagram, check out my Instagram links, all the ways to get in touch. And I will catch you on the next episode. Adios.